Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey everyone, this is Jordan with Tackle and Tacos, letting you know that our podcast, not just this episode, but our podcast as a whole, the entirety of it, is brought to you by Grizzly Coolers and specifically their Kenai lineup. That's K-E-N-A-I. It's stuff made for anglers. Really cool color of coolers and coffee mugs and all that. But my favorite thing they make right now is the waterproof lunchbox. I stuff my sandwiches or peanuts or jerky or whatever in there um, while I'm fishing like a, a whole day on a bass tournament and then I stick that thing in the cooler so as the ice melts everything in that lunchbox stays cold but doesn't get soggy too dope grizzlycoolers.com positivity is worth the effort thank you so much for checking out this episode and if i could ask one more small thing please go to youtube look for tackle and tacos and subscribe there as well we really appreciate you guys Okay, here we go. This is uh, this is episode something. I don't know which one it is. This is like the fourth one we've tracked in a couple days. We are back. It is Sunday, March somethingth. We are 26th. coming twenty sixth. Nice. We obviously this isn't releasing on the twenty sixth of March. Um, we have no desire, I don't think, to do like a live podcast. We don't even know what we're doing with this one yet, so going live I feel like would be sketchy, but here we are, Strum, Wisconsin, beautiful morning. We just had some tacos for breakfast. They were very good. They were they were okay, you know, I was Solid just kind of throwing together like some leftovers. It's like, I don't know how cold out, I mean, it's cold, it's like frosty outside. It's day three of the classic. So in our studio 
also known as the garage. We have a TV mounted on the wall, and we are live streaming the Bassmaster Classic as we're sitting here. So if at any point during this podcast we, ooh, oh, hey, get all, that's not what I do, and I see people cut, maybe it is. What do you do? I think I make like a, ooh. Ooh, I think he's got one. Yeah. Like that. What do you do, Nate? Go all Iconelli, watching Iconelli, yeah, commentate. Yeah, yeah. Never give up. Oh. <laughs> Just watching, yeah, having nothing to do with the catch itself. But if you hear us, either A, freak out, or B, space out. out. Yeah, yeah, because we're Mark Zona out. Oh, <laughs> hey, Zona, holler hey. at me. Get on the podcast. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, shout out. Uh, man, our shout out noises are getting it's really so good. good. Nate, I need you that to jump in at some point with an air I'm not sure I got it. I It'd be really it. funny as if at some point down the line. We go to do that, and Nate pulls out like an actual air horn. I'm like, I'm like oh, oh my, my gosh, my, my ears, ears. Start bleeding. Yeah. He's like, oh, I couldn't do the noise, so I figured I'd just actually do it. <laughs> Pull air horn out of my pocket. Huh? Yeah, there's a there's a snowboard podcast I listen to, uh, The Bomb Hole with Chris Grenier. You gonna do the sound? <laughs> and that's what they have the same soundboard, like the road podcast thing. And whenever like a dude on their podcast shouts out, yeah, man, I grew up snowboarding with whatever. He just hits the button <laughs> like every time. <laughs> and so like, I'm completely stealing that, but I'm not sophisticated enough to have the actual sound. Right. So I just make the sound. You're blessed to have the mouth sound. Yeah. So like I grew up fishing with L Linder. I didn't really, but I'm just saying like, you know, if I was going to do a shout out. So anyway, uh, so we're watching the Bassmaster Classic and, um, Last night we tracked our first ever episode and then we had interviews, two really dope interviews with Ryan 30 Acre from Fish 30 Acre who makes just the craziest looking swim baits on earth. I mean, yeah, really, smart, really. That's what we call them. Yeah, that's I mean, really, exactly really. They are. Some of the coolest looking, as far as if you want realism, maybe the realest looking baits I've ever seen. And again, we're not sponsored by them. So we're saying that because it's just the truth. And then we also interviewed... Brian from Giltech slash Hook and Arrow Supply Company, and he walked us through kind of how he makes jigs, how he designs them. Um, swim jigs are kind of his main deal. Nate and I absolutely love his, it's called the Northern Swim Jig, and he's coming out with a new one soon. Uh, GiltechUSA.com. I think, I don't know this, maybe I shouldn't even talk about this, but I think he's going to be like a sponsor of Tackle and Tacos, which is pretty dope. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, because really, I don't have enough swim jigs. That's not true. I don't have. I mean, wait, can you ever have enough swim no, jigs? Not the way, I said drinks. I was about to say, yeah, we actually off, do. Yeah. We need to do that. So <clears throat> a couple few months back, back before Tackle and Tacos was a thing, we actually did like a, I thought it was pretty dope. We designed like a little collabo shirt with Gil Tech and it said, uh, save a swim jig, eat a Northern Pike with like a Northern Pike outline and like a fork and yeah. knife crossed up. It was actually pretty dope it because was, yeah. number one. You're tripping if you don't think Northern Pike tastes good. They do. And I get it. The Y-bone can be a total pain in the patootie. My stepdad, Scott, I swear, that dude can fillet Shout a... Shout out? Or- a <laughs> Scott can... <laughs> Scott can... We're going to start doing shout-outs for everything. Northern Pike. I used a fillet knife. Fillet knife. It's going to get... I'm already annoyed by it right now. I love it. But Scott can fillet like a 30-inch Northern Pike with the Y-bone out in like... 14 seconds. I mean, dude, he does, he does like that little undercut thing where it's like a zipper that you pull the whole strip of Y bones out. It's pretty oh. awesome. It's, it's impressive. And That's the Y and, and the Y bones, once you get them out, Northern Pike meat is as good. I would say as like walleye, even Whoa. like it's really tasty. So for real, eat a daggone pike, save a swim jig. But I only have in my swim jig box, maybe three or four swim jigs. 
times 10 times 12 you thinking yeah, uh-huh. maybe. yeah times like, times like 200 me, I'm like, I don't know um, I have a ton I love <laughs> I got Nate had been doing swim jigging for a long time before I got into it and my favorite thing about going fishing with Nate and him throwing a swim jig is I don't know that I've ever done it and I had him not get bit off by a pike has it ever I mean there was one time you bought I, were they dirty jigs or something and you must have got bit off on like four pike in 15 minutes yeah, it was it and was, I was dying laughing yeah. it was one after the other <laughs> it was it was <laughs> Far too frequent. Yeah. yeah. One yeah. time though, the, if you remember, I, you do. Why did I even say? Do you remember this story? But one of my favorite Nate stories, um, narcissistically, that ends with me in the positive here, <laughs> was we were out on uh, thirteen on the Mississippi Pool thirteen on the Mississippi River, <clears throat> fishing in a super well-known spot called Spring Lake. So I'm not really giving up any juice. Right. Like, and really, even if you were, we weren't catching them anyway. So yeah, <laughs> even if you look at a map you're going to fish spring lake, even if you don't know about it, yeah. it's, it's a great spot. It gets fish really hard, but so do a lot of lakes and it still does well. Um, anywho, we were fishing there, just fun fishing. I don't even think we were pre-fishing for a derby or anything. And Nate's throwing a swim jig, gets bit off by a pike. And he's like, why don't you come up here and hop on the trolling motor? And I was flipping a, uh, missile baits, D bomb, bruiser flash color, three eighths ounce tungsten. And back then I never pegged my weights ever. I always let them free slide. Uh, I'm kind of hit and miss now. Sometimes I peg, sometimes I don't. Obviously if I'm punching something real compact, then I, I definitely want to peg it, double peg it. So that it slips through pads and whatever. Anyway, so I get up on the front on the trolling motor and I said, yeah, man, for sure. Let me just flip up in this little spot i'm gonna catch a five pounder anyway just joking yeah, right behind this lay down I'm yeah right behind the lay down it was kind of flooded then not flooded but there was kind of a little pocket that doesn't usually exist and i flipped up in there and i caught a five pounder and it was kind of like <laughs> like as as we talked about it, it yeah like like, it like instantly was, yeah, yeah was, i mean from when i said let me flip up in water, here and catch a five yeah. pounder it was 11 seconds later here's my favorite nate story <laughs> i'm here's just my kidding that's so that has to do with me being <laughs> awesome at fishing as Nate's getting bit off by one Poor northern Nate. pike after another. Yeah, no, it was uh it was fun though. It was it was crazy how you called your shot and you're such of a course, good friend. caught a five pounder while saying you're gonna catch a five pounder. Yeah. And it wasn't very far from there either that uh a while later during a derby that I caught that five pounder on the um jackhammer. Well that thing was almost six pounds. It yeah, it was like big. Five, yeah, it was like it was like five yeah. nine seven or something. But that one I caught it on and this is Again, I'm not sponsored by, but I was using a St. Croix fiberglass rod, and I 1 million percent believe I would not have landed that fish if I didn't have that fiberglass rod mm. because he bit at the boat. I mean, we're talking what? A foot away from the boat? Like, not even a super long yeah. retrieve, but he could have hit it at any point. Hits it right next to the boat, and I think because I had that fiberglass fiberglass rod with all the bend in it, I was able to keep him pinned. Otherwise, I think a stiff rod would have straightened out, put some slack in the line, and hit him in ghost. But And it was right down that same stretch, and this is years later. So, I don't know. How fast do bass grow? Was it the same fish? I don't yeah. Could have been. No, yeah, that fish thought was long. <laughs> I don't think so, no. but that'd have been that'd have been something pretty cool. But anywho, um, today what we wanted to do is something a little different because again, the the podcast is called Tackle and Tacos. That was very good. Thank you so much. I'm gonna stop with. That. I don't know why I do it with a P. That's how it sounds in my head. I don't know. I don't know. And I feel, I feel like people don't even use that really anymore. Like, I'm using this air horn sound. That's not even cool anymore. <laughs> you remember so that? Cool. What was that Drake and Eminem song? 
I wanted and forever might, ever might. You know that song? It's like, bwah, 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 before every verse that came in. Is that actually a song? Yeah, it was what like, you just it was did? like, uh, I'm shutting stuff down in the mall and telling every girl she the one for me. You don't remember that song? I don't. It was like Eminem, Drake, Lil Wayne. <laughs> uh, I think Kanye was on it. I don't know. It was a pretty popular <laughs> song, but before every, and it was, it was just like all these like main big names. And, yeah, and that singing I know I just hit you guys with was very it's pretty. So good. Um, but every single verse, right before the dude came up, and that was 1990, maybe. So, like, I don't know if people even do the air horn sound. Maybe we should stop. Were we born yet, Nate? Oh, yeah, we had, had we just, were one. Just barely. Yeah. Yep. Just, yep, I was getting my driver's license. <laughs> y'all were y'all were just getting diapers. We were bidets. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so the show is called Tackle and Tacos, and we actually want, like, it's not just, like, a gimmicky thing, like, oh, how can we be different? I know, let's talk about tacos. No, we actually freaking love tacos. So today, this podcast, we want to actually talk about tacos, talk about how we cook, talk about some of our favorite tacos. I mean, get specific on ingredients, get specific. I want to talk to Lola on this. Um, uh, she's Puerto Rican and she makes this one thing. I mean, I don't, would you call it a seasoning? It's called sofrito, nice. but it's like, did you like the accent? That's really the good. The accento on the sofrito, tagusta. <laughs> Uh, but it's like this crazy deal that she makes and I'll let her get into specifics on it. But if I told you the ingredients, you'd be like, wait, what? Like it almost doesn't make sense. And it is unbelievably tasty. It just seasons and everything smells so, so yummy. good. And it's like a, it's like a liquid essentially that she freezes and then we take it out of the freezer and melt it into, it's so good. It's super tasty. Um, Nate, a lot like me is a barbecue guy. We love smoking stuff. Um, Absolutely. what kind of smoker do you have again? Pit boss. He has a pit boss. I have a Traeger. I'd. I would never usually buy a Traeger. Not I'm anti-Traeger. They're just so expensive. But I got it on Marketplace for like 200 bucks. It was like brand new. And uh, yeah, slow smoking. Really anything, dude. That's the dopest thing I think about tacos. Shout out Bucky's gas stations. They bwah, have... Bwah, bwah. Thanks. Yeah. You got to do one sometime, Nate. You're, when you come, you know, it'd be really funny is if we waited, then you finally did one and it was just horrible. Oh, no, awesome. it's going to be bad. Like you just sure. eat the microphone. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, what the F was that? <laughs> Uh, Bucky's in the South. If you've never been to a Bucky's, well, if, I mean, if you live up here and you've never been to Bucky's, it's cool. But if you live anywhere near a Bucky's, never been to one, you're tripping. They have uh, breakfast brisket tacos. Went to my went to my first Bucky's last month. Yeah, and was it amazing? Same. It was, Wait, it was, was that last month? Yeah. yeah. Same. Absolutely epic. Dude, they're yeah. so dope. Yeah. Like they literally. I could when go, I there go every there, day. Yeah, yes. for sure. Oh yeah, and they're like they're like kind of like Quick Trip too, though, because they're like they're super clean on the inside. Mm -hmm. Like the gas station is the size of a city. Uh, employees are super friendly, super cool employees. Dudes are cooking up stuff like in a, in a pit master kind of thing in the middle brisket and whatever. Yeah, but, I asked a guy like, if I'm, I'm going to get one sandwich, what is, yeah. what is the one to get? And he like broke down like the different meats and <laughs> this and that and why he liked the chopped one over the sliced one. And yeah, the chopped awesome. one yeah, is really was, yummy. The chopped one is really dope. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was They're not cool. super cheap though. I mean, you're no. talking, I mean, you're talking pretty real barbecue, so it's not like, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's it's a not gas like $2. station sandwich, but you're but not paying not, gas station yeah. prices. And yeah, it doesn't, right. it doesn't taste like a gas station. No, exactly. It tastes like real yeah. food. It was, it was fantastic, yeah. Yeah, so Bucky's makes uh, brisket breakfast tacos, and that's the dopest thing I think about tacos. I, I had an idea for a restaurant, which I almost don't even know if I want to reveal it, because I still feel like it's a dope idea, and somebody's going to steal it, but nobody's going to listen to this, so I'll just oh, say stop it. stop it. <laughs> I had this idea forever ago to make the word taco a verb, and then make a restaurant called Taco That. That's it. Just taco that. And then basically what we would do is just turn everybody's favorite meals into tacos. So like you like fried chicken and mashed potatoes. 
dope. Let's make a fried chicken, mashed potato taco. That'd be dope, right? You like, I don't know, some kind of dessert taco. I'm sure you could figure out some way to like kind of sugar well, that's and like fry. Crepes. Yeah. Chicken and waffle taco. Yeah. Chicken and waffle taco would be a killer. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving oh, taco. Like, yeah. like anything in a tortilla is cranberries, dressing some, on Yeah, there. put some stuffing in yeah. there. You know, stuff like that. I think is that'd be dope. Stuffing or is it dressing? I call it stuffing. I think dressing is more of a southern thing, is it right, not? Right. Or... I don't know. Right, right. I do love stuffing. Guess, but does it does it depend on whether it comes out of a box or not? I was just going to say, there's, mm. there's a difference for sure. But also, to your point, uh, stuffing with onions is so gross. Oh, terrible. Is it? it? it t- I, I, the, the, I've never the, been a stuffing person. How do you say this word? Aromatic? Is that it? Aromatic? That sounds mm-hmm. weird when I say that. The smell of cooking onions is nice. Like, like, it, it, you know, like when you cook like peppers and onions in a pan to make like fajitas, it smells so good. But little teeny chopped up onions in stuffing is so gross to me and i don't mean to get too illy illy icky. illy illy, <laughs> point, illy. Point. Uh, shout out to being illiterate that's not hot talking illy, illy is illiterate. illiterate yeah uh i don't even know where i was just going with that oh the it, texture it, it feels it feels little, maggoty yeah to me when you're eating stuffing and little like <laughs> and it's like it's listen we're about to have do you some, eaten oh, maggots before? we're about to do some asmr stuff when the little chunks come sliding <laughs> through your lips Past your teeth. All right. <laughs> like little chunks of like slimy onion. I'm like, dude. Be honest. I'm not, I'm not an onion person at all. Who and put I've never once thought that. I'm like, that is. And now. Now maybe you will. Yeah. I probably won't be able to get it out of my mind. Lucky you, mother effer. So. <laughs> oh um, yeah. So tacos are just dope. Like tacos are just. It, so back to me and Nate being like smokers. That sounds weird. Um, <laughs> but I mean, daggone pulled pork. Pulled pork leftovers. Here's a, here's a pro tip. Are you guys ready for this? I think you know this. Maybe you don't. And if you don't, I'm about to make your life better. Oh, my mind. Come on, let's go. Okay, on. here we go. Um, pro tip, when you make a pulled pork, you know, like a shoulder roast, which they call a butt roast, number one, first tip, make sure it's a shoulder roast with the bone in. Bone in. If, you are making, bone if you're making a butt roast and it does not have the bone, it will not turn out the same. Period. End of story. It's I don't care. It will not be the same. And that's also a really good test when it's done. If you can pull that, that shoulder bone out with like no resistance just just slide then you know you're doing pretty well um so you got to get the one with the bone in it it's about the easiest thing in the world to smoke i mean it could be the easiest smoke out there and the way i do it 275 um i like to season the bejeebies out of my um my uh shoulder roast butt roast the night before and then let it sit like on the either in the oven not on or just on top of the stove you know, whatever, not on, but just in like a, a cookie sheet. Cause, uh, the more you let that, um, seasoning sort of sit on the outside of the, of the shoulder roast, the more it kind of gets absorbed in. And then you get a better bark that way, which also, if you're not putting a good amount of pepper on your, um, roast like that, you're not going to get as much bark. And then, yeah. So, you know, whatever. Anyway, so you season it pretty liberally. And then for me, it's 275 till it's done. Don't wrap it. Don't put it in a tin. Don't nothing. Put it 275 on the smoker. I do like to spray it down pretty frequently. I, I, I like to use like a combination of like soy sauce, water, uh, pickle juice. I know a lot of people use like apple juice and stuff, but I still don't like the whole like sweet, salty mixture thing. And do I actually think spritzing apple juice on it would change the saltiness of it long term? I do not. But that's how I spray it, 275 till it's done. I usually cook it to about 210-ish. What do you do? Like 205 is 205, normally 210. The point, yeah. I, and the thing is, like, I always have this fear in the back of my mind when I'm smoking something for every six, time. seven hours. Yeah, every time when I make a brisket, ribs, anything, when I'm long smoking something, I have this fear that it's going to be dry. But at 275, you'd have a pretty hard time really drying out the mm-hmm. meat. I mean, unless you maybe you lift, 
left the lid open and just let a ton of air flow, I mean, you're really not going to dry out the meat. So you let it go to about 210, and then the pro tip is after you pull it out and you wrap it, you should always wrap it and let it rest a while, a, a good while. Um, I like to wrap mine in like double aluminum foil, and then I'll put like a towel around it, and then I'll do aluminum foil around that as well. So like nothing's getting out, stays wrapped tight, and then I'll usually just plop it in the oven. Again, not on, but just a sealed space for two, three hours even. Like I'll let it, I'll let it rest for quite a while and what that does is it allows the the muscles the, the meat you're about to eat to re-relax because if you pull it out it's trying to it tries to kind of tighten up rest it and it kind of re-relaxes which really it's it, night and day if you were to pull the pork before resting it it doesn't it's not as tender mm-hmm. at all it's it's yeah. like it's like eating a bunch of bouncy balls you know it's, it's just it's just rubbery you let <laughs> it rest and it's a completely different thing so the pro tip after all that run around the pro tip is when you pull the meat to make your pulled pork whether it's a sammy or a taco or whatever just pull off what you need for that yep. sammy off of the actual piece of meat itself don't shred don't the shred whole it thing cuz when you shred the whole thing the second you do that it starts drying out from the jump I mean, it makes sense. It's a huge piece of meat. You're pulling all the meat off, and then the moisture starts to come out of it. So what I do is I literally just pull off chunks that I'm going to use for that sandwich or that taco and then whatever. And I'll put the whole daggum however many pounds roast back in the fridge when I'm done with it. And then if I'm going to make like a sandwich the next day, because that's the great thing about barbecue is leftovers are awesome. And if I make like pulled pork sandwiches one day, the next day for sure I'm going to make like pulled pork tacos. I'll just pull the bits off that I want for that taco and I, it, we've found when you do it that way, number one, it's easier. And then number two, it does not dry out like at all. That's like, yeah, I've never, uh, I've never done it that way. I've always completely shredded the whole yeah. thing. All uh, The only difference with mine is I always wrap it. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I normally do like 250 uh, up until, you know, like 180 degrees. And then I'll wrap it from 180 to 205. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when I wrap it, I'll put it in a foil pan, wrap it up so that the juices stay in the pan. Right. And then when I shred it, yeah. it stays in the juices. Mm, yeah. So I won't, you know, yeah. I will let it rest in that. Yeah, I've done that, that too. For, for quite a while. Yeah, I've but. definitely done the same thing, wrapped it on a pan. I just, I, I found when I, I think it was like by necessity, one time I couldn't get back. I was, I was, we went somewhere and I, I couldn't. I think you were telling me about it. it. Yeah, you just and it was let the best it go the whole time. Yeah. It was the best one I've ever made. And I did nothing. I put it in at 275, sprayed it. Let's say if it's a seven hour cook, I probably sprayed it six times you know and uh that was it and it was probably the best pulled pork i've ever had yeah i normally let mine go for two hours without spritzing just yeah. to get some good smoke to it and yep. then yeah. probably every 45 minutes to an hour spritz yeah. it yeah know? uh also fat side up i'm a fat side up guy there is a debate there on what's better i think the big reason for fat side up is if you seasoned it right then you get a really good um bark on it and for those of you who don't know bark in the barbecue world is just like that sort of this isn't a very appetizing word but it's just like that crust you get on the outside and usually again if you use a lot of seasoning that crust is just like a nice texture and it's super salty and if you have it on a pulled pork where there's that natural sort of fat and grease and what it's just incredible so when you do it fat side up i think it makes the bark better i agree yeah fat side up yeah fat side up for sure so I mean, that's why I sleep on my back, you know, flat side up. <laughs> that was dumb. That was such a dad joke, right? That like, was. wasn't even really a dad joke. That was it's just bad. I don't actually sleep on my back. I, I sleep with my booty up in the air like a little baby, like I tuck my knees under me. Um, oh that's not true either. Anyway, so, yeah, so let's let's talk about tacos. Um, if you make a pulled pork taco, Nate, how are you dressing it up? What are you doing to it? 
I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty standard with my toppings on on most tacos. Uh, I'm a big fan of of pico, fresh pico. Yeah, I'll like either, you make the pico. I'll either make my my yeah. own pico or um, you can get it get it fresh made from you know like a local grocery store or something. Um, cilantro, uh, cheese, tons of onion. Wait, do you put onion? Yeah, in your I was pico? just going to ask I that. I put onion in the pico, but yeah. I don't. I don't eat the onion, so like I'll scoop around Shut it. Shut your mouth! I swear. Are you for real? <laughs> I, oh, that's I, I promise. <laughs> I will like scoop around the onion to get the pico. Does Alexis on. like onions? She doesn't. No, she doesn't like onions either. No. Whoa. Do yeah. your kids? My son doesn't mind them. Okay. But my daughter, she won't even touch. Have you them. seen those eating contests where dudes? Oh eat my gosh, onions? Stop. Like raw? Yeah, like yes. huge so like, apple-sized yeah. onions. Like red delicious apple sized onions and they it's like a like like them boys who do like the hot dog eating contest but with an onion. Yes. I just feel like this like is supposed to be a bunch an of water appetizing and then eat a episode. huge chunk of onion and chug, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I cannot Oof. I cannot do cannot do the onion at all. Um, That's rough. But yeah, so I'll, I'll scoop around the uh scoop around the onion for the pico, cilantro, cheese of some sort. Yeah. Uh and then I'm I'm a big hot sauce guy so i always have like a, a variation of hot sauce okay. whether it be chalua or valentina or yeah tapatios uh, are you a, so you say you're a big hot sauce guy so are you a um sorry about that are you a get into crazy hot sauces guy no 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 that's something you can slide down the wormhole yeah. like barbecue oh, yeah. sauce yeah. hot sauce yeah. like on uh what was it on uh paul blart that dude gives Paul Blart. He's like devil's crotch or something. Yeah, hot yeah, sauce. Sauce in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's like feel the burn, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, don't, I, don't weird get, I don't get that crazy with it, but so you do. don't you don't enjoy the devil's crotch. I, I have never actually indulged in the devil's <laughs> okay. crotch. So never ingested. No, no, crotch. No. <laughs> I mean, there's always there's always time. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But then uh, you know, like an avocado salsa or something like that, or the green hot sauce, and yeah. So you said it. that last night, avocado salsa. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had avocado salsa. It's like a green. You know, it's a green salsa, but it's like creamy. Where it's not like, oh, okay, sure. It's yeah. more like a yeah. sauce almost. Yeah, it's more I think they have one like that at um, Chipotle now, don't they? I don't know. Yeah, Do you guys like y'all like Chipotle? I, I like love Chipotle. Chipotle. But I haven't been in there. I haven't been there forever. Yeah, and then yeah. Qdoba. Here, here's a quick icky thing. This is, you <laughs> may this wanna, was supposed to, like she said an appetizing. appetizing. Yeah, this you know, avert your ears. Qdoba. One time, Lola and I uh, went to Qdoba. Uh, and I asked the manager. Is I feel it, like this should not be a shout out point, right? No, okay, good. no. Right, and, yeah. Well, it's not. It's I'll not bad about. It's them. not about it's their not food about or anything. No, the food is dope. The Qdoba is like the. I feel like the more like Americanized Chipotle. You know, like it's not like they're not even trying to front. Like they have like bacon queso. They're not trying to act like it's authentic. You know, what I'm saying? Which but it's is so good. That, can I just vent for a quick second? One of my big pet peeves is when like white people say something like that's not authentic. <clears throat> Like, well, I don't really like Taco Bell. It's not authentic. Number one, who cares? Number two, what do you know about authentic? You know what I'm saying? You're from Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? You don't know about no authentic taco. Get out of here. And I'm, I'm not saying I do either, but for you to, like, stand on ceremony, like, well, I'm not going to eat that because it's not authentic pico. I'm like, shut up. Like, you get your pico from Sam's Club, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, get out of here. Uh-huh. Anyway. So, anyway, Qdoba. Is it Qdoba or Qdoba? So, I asked a manager one time when Lola and I were in there, and she's like, you're not going to like this. And I'm like, what? She's like, you actually pronounce it quadoba. Quadoba. And I'm like, I will never be back in the store again. <laughs> but that wasn't true. Yeah, I've been back a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't call it quadoba. If I'm if I'm like, hey, y'all want to get some burritos? Yeah, where you want to go? How about quadoba? No, you just say Qdoba. But anyway, okay, keep going. So avocado salsa. Yeah, yeah, it's a sorry, it's a game changer. That's a. I mean, that was about it. I think that was the end of end of the taco. So fixings. you <clears throat> you don't like onions. Mm-mm. 
do you ever use green onions to use the chives? Because chives aren't really oniony necessarily. No. You don't. Absolutely not. Have you ever topped wow, like chili passionate. with chives? Uh, no, I would oh, not. Oh, it's so good, no. dude. That's I've tasty. eaten like like baked potatoes and stuff yeah, that yeah, way, yeah, yeah. and it's I don't like it. It ain't uh, no good. <laughs> it ain't no good. It ain't no good. Yeah, okay. so I don't I don't want none of that stuff. Don't okay. put it on my. Uh, so speaking of avachachos, my stepmother uh, Joyce, she told me about a place. They live near Rockford. Illinois, she told me about a restaurant they go to where they make a fried avocado taco. Yum. Like, there's no meat in it. Mm. Like, it's literally just an avocado that's that's been breaded and deep fried. I think that sounds delicious. With, like, all the fixings, whatever. Yeah, that sounds amazing. It sounds amazing, but it sounds weird, too, because the thought of, like, a hot avocado sounds really icky to me. Mm. But I'm also that kid, like, in Boy Scout camp when you put, like, the apple slices and cinnamon in the little, like, Dutch oven thing. I don't want mushy hot apples. Okay. That's not my deal. I cannot do it. I'm a, I'm a crisp apple guy myself. I'm also, down with apple crisp, but, but like a hot, no, mushy not, apple. He means like, yeah, like oh, you like, mean like a crisp. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, a good, crispy, yeah. crunchy apple. I don't like the mushy ones. You, you what's, your, what's your favorite apple go? Uh, Got to be a honey crisp. Honey crisp are so yeah, good. Yeah, what about you? I don't care. I'm <laughs> you don't care about the question or you don't care about the apple? I just, I, I, I'm not picky. I, I do like honey crisp because it's kind of sweet, kind of tart. Has yeah, it's that kinda, good, it's got good firmness. crunch. Yeah. Honey crisp, pink lady. Yeah. Pink lady, yeah. Maybe a Granny Smith every now and again. I was just like, going to say, Granny is like Smith Gala? is slept yeah, on. They are, yeah. they are underrated. Yeah, but that's, Gala apples. Are that's good it. Too. Also, why are they called Red Delicious? Whoever named them, they're, yeah. they're, they don't know. Have they ever eaten no, one? They yeah, are not delicious. Not bark, good. those are like tree bark on the outside. Yeah, that like that skin. that skin is thick. Like you could insult that all day. Yeah, and then the flavor is terrible. No, they're not good. No. They're not good. Nope. I do, honestly, like... <clears throat> There's an idea for a taco, like an apple. I was just going to say that. Could you... Yeah, could, okay. Who's ever had an apple in, like, a taco? I don't huh. think that's ever been done. I like it. In the history of the man, of the mankind. Yeah. Uh, so, Granny wait. Granny Smith, though, Sorry. real quick. Granny Smith gets slept on. Yeah. Agreed. Like, the sourness of it, yep. the firmness of it. If you get them just right, they are so good. Are you a Snicker salad guy? Do you know what that is? I do know what it is. And, and would you... I don't love it okay <laughs> do you know what it is yeah honey? yeah like granny okay. smith and like chopped up yeah. snickers and stuff yeah I don't is it with cool whip yeah. cool whip cool whip I gotta yeah. hit that h yeah cool yeah. whip with yeah. the, it's got marshmallows and yeah, yeah I, I think it's, it's tasty it's all it's okay yeah i'll eat like a spoonful of it i don't know why i don't like it because i like granny smiths yeah. i like snickers but but you put the two together mm. yeah. i mean i like fishing and i like taking showers you know what I'm saying? I don't, don't shower my boat. You lost me there. Yeah. I'm saying two things just because I like them both doesn't mean you have to put them together. Huh. But at least they were foods. You right. Know? I like making out with my wife and I like going to church. Oh you know my gosh. You <laughs> would do do both at the same time. Like, let's be honest. You would, but maybe you would prefer I not haven't to. yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So that's the key operative oh there. I might could. But like, oh my gosh, this message is so powerful. La, 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 la. Oh my gosh. Okay, so back to tacos. Yeah. Okay, but what so if you Wait. don't like Granny Smith oh or what's it called? Snicker salad? Yeah. Will you eat one pound of Oreo fluff? I will. Oh my gosh. With a big serving spoon. I've never had Oreo fluff. Yeah, that's that's we'll yeah. leave the garage. Bye. I love you. That is dynamite. Oh it my is gosh. Good, yeah. I remember when that first started popping off, like back in whenever it was, like early two thousands, and like you could get it at like a deli. Oh my god. You've never had Oreo fluff? No. You get a deli, comes in the Do you know my tub. mom? Do I you do? know? Like, I did not grow Does up. Does she hate Jesus, too? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> in the world. She How loves the Lord. Oreo fluff, I, dude. 
Because we just didn't, we just had, we didn't have processed food yeah. at all. It's I mean, not really, really processed. I mean, oh, Oreos, Oreos are, aren't processed. They grow out of the Oreo plant. <laughs> yeah, they they're, they come fresh. They're right basically the soil. It's like the, yeah, it's like the argument that all the weed heads make about smoking weed. Like it comes from the ground, bra. Yeah. Like Oreos, they just come right yeah, out of the tree. Uh, hmm. I mean, it, it is. It's milk's favorite cookie for a reason. You know? Correct. Like, yeah. We ha- you have to eat Oreos. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying I don't love Oreos. I, I do was, love Oreos. When I was in Argentina, they had uh, banana Oreos. So it's regular white cream filling, but the cookie on the outside is like a sweet banana, and it's a yellow color. Okay, that sounds really good. Incredible. Do it you is. like banana cream pie? I yes. don't love bananas. I do. Oh, okay. Oh, you like bananas or onions? Bananas make my tongue itch. Bananas and onions taste almost the same to me. I typically eat bananas out of necessity. Like if huh. I am feeling crampy. Well, well, I was oh, say, yeah. What would you need to eat? Yeah. Like, yeah. like if I'm sense. feeling yeah, crampy or, yep. you know, something like that, then I'll eat a banana. Otherwise, I don't like huh. bananas. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Okay. So I was going to ask, when you have tacos, what are your sides? Or do you just have tacos? Do you do chips and salsa? Do you do rice and beans? I've gotten, I've gotten pretty good. Arroz con <clears throat> I've gotten pretty good lately at making like Mexican style rice. Okay. So my wife is like, she, she got on the kick of like trying to make it. And then she was like, Hey, can you make this? And then now I just always have to make it because it turned out really good. Cause you good, did so. real good. Yeah. Do you yeah, like so refried beans? I, I do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, have you yeah, made your own dope. refried beans? I have never. Um, I don't know if I'll get into that because they just they just taste good out of the can. They do. Straight but when you, yeah. but <laughs> when you make <laughs> them, it sounds the so unappetizing to say yeah, that. It's yeah. a big can shaped bean and you just mash yeah. it up. And yeah. I, I see it comes it. out it's, looking like the Thanksgiving cranberry sauce. Yes. And you can see it, the little ridges yeah. on the mm-hmm. sides. Yeah. And then you just mash it down. Yeah. So nobody knows. But with refried beans homemade, do you know the trick? It's bacon. Bacon grease is what like makes the. If we do refried beans I mean, with bacon like, grease, uh, good on everything. I suppose. Yeah, if we right. do refried beans with like regular ground beef tacos, I will yeah. put like the ground beef. Yeah. Juice. Juice. Yep. Into the beans <laughs> yep. and, and mix. Put that it up. cow yeah. juice in there, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I that makes that does make good sense. Okay. It looks like Christy's hooked up. Watching day oh, three. Boy. It's also interesting too, looking at the little like live cam from the expo. Oh, Christy just caught a nine incher. That ain't gonna win him none. Uh, at the expo, you got Brandon Polinick and Gerald Swindle talking. Like, that's not two dudes that I thought would be talking on the third day. I thought they'd be out fishing. Yeah, for mm. sure. I want Swindle to win one so bad, dude. Like, he just seems like such a cool dude. I, I don't know. I, I, I think the question is, has Polinick ever not made a day three in a classic? I, mean, I feel Lord. like every classic he fishes in, he does, like, Well, it's because really he comes well. from, like, the most popular bass fishing state. Oh, yeah. Idaho is really... Really well known for that's where if you want to catch a if you want to catch a bass you go to Idaho get your potato and a bass all in one that's trip. what they say yeah all right so all right <clears throat> we're at like the half hour mark we've said nothing so far uh, Lola break it down for us on your um, sofrito how you make that what it is okay what's dope about it well is that like is it like a secret fishing spot can she like give the juice on the sofrita well I don't know, can you I, I I'm not gonna tell you like. The measurements of everything. Okay, okay, good. that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's going. <laughs> you could you just measure Google anything it. I'm when, just you, when you do barbecue stuff, do you measure anything? No, I don't. Like when I see dudes on like on uh, YouTube talking about their ribs, and I put one quarter cup of paprika, I'm like, get the f out of here! Yeah. Like, like dude, just season that thing. Like, yeah, quit being... I don't, I don't measure a single thing no, when I cook. Never, never. Maybe like a measurement is like a can full, like. Like a can like, of yeah, refried like beans. Can of refried beans. Or <laughs> a can making, full. making some chili and you got to, you know, it's a can of beans. A can you know? of kidney. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, that's the measurement. <laughs> yeah. 
Dude, that could be good too. Could you potentially reduce chili so that's more of like a not like puree it, but like it's still chunky and whatever, but get some of like the brothiness out of it or serve it with a slotted spoon. Could you make like a chili taco? Maybe like in a hard shell. I feel like that'd be oh, nice. Oh, yeah, in a, yeah, in a hard, hard shell. Hard shell instead of like salt. Because I like chips dipping yeah, my chips into chili, so that would be good. Maybe that's something we should try. That'd okay. be messy as crap, but I bet it'd be dope. All right, like keep it. going. Yeah. Sofrito. Okay, sofrito. So you, <clears throat> my mom taught me how to make this. Jerry Krause. Hey, you did it! Hey, that was so good. That was so good. I'm disappointed in how good that was. Yeah, I wanted it to be bad, and it was not. Um, but it was worth it for my mom. He leaned in confident too. He leaned. Kind of, it kind of sounded though like when you're like getting on it, like at at a stoplight. You know, like really. Like I was tromping it, huh? Yeah, just, like you was hossing it. <laughs> or like like shaking gears on a crotch rocket. But I, I still liked it. Okay, go. So there are green, you, you chop all of this up, like coarsely chop it. Green peppers, capers, what else? Onions, what garlic. What is a caper? Uh, they're, they're in the olive family. Okay. They're just like I, a little baby olive. I always being served with like salmon and stuff. Oh. That's like a pretty traditional thing with like, like, like cold salmon, like on a chip. People use capers with them. Keep going. Hmm. Um, put some olive oil in there, salt, Spanish olives. Did I already say that? Um, nope. You said olive oil. You didn't say olives. You can put sazon in it, which is like a really good seasoning. Um, sazon is nice. But you, I would suggest not getting the one that, with MSG in it because MSG is bad for you. Yeah. Um, and then you put it all in a blender. Or a food processor mm-hmm. and just blend it all up. And then I have ice cube trays set aside just for this purpose. I think I'm missing some ingredients. But anyway, you get the gist that you have garlic and onions and peppers oh, and whatever. Didn't say garlic, I don't think. I, or, or, or no, I did. I, I did. No. Nope. Just rewind it. Okay. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Nope. Anyway, garlic and onions are also in there if yeah. I didn't say that. There's a ton of stuff that goes in it. And, and like then, when you're making, when she's blending it all up, it smells in the house for like, a day. But like good. Every, but yeah, these really are all, good. These are all raw vegetables. Raw. You know, like roast them or nope. anything like that. Nope. Yeah. It smells so, again, again, that word aromatic. Whenever I say that, I feel you like You can I'm use different wrong. colored peppers awesome. too, but then it's not like a pretty, oh, cilantro. Oh my gosh. You put like a whole bunch, like an actual bunch cilantro. of cilantro. I didn't. No, you didn't. Um, <laughs> and it gets like this beautiful green color, but if you don't have green peppers, you can use red peppers or whatever, but then it's kind of brown, but that's fine. Yeah. Usually it comes out sort of like, like when Lola and I went to England a couple of years ago and they serve everything you eat there with mushy peas. Yeah. That's like the side. So if you get eggs, mushy peas. Fried fish, mushy peas. You get a Sammy, mushy peas. And Jordan Tacos. loves, group, um, um, what are they called? Cooked vegetables. I do not. Just kidding. I like vegetables. I don't really like cooked vegetables. But it's basically quite literally what it sounds like. It's a bunch of peas mushed up into almost like a paste. But when you make the sofrito, it'll sort of look like that, sort of. It's just bright green and yeah, beautiful and wonderful. Green. So I put it into the ice cube trays yep. and then just pour it in, put it in the freezer, let them freeze, and then I crack them out and put them into a baggie, zip it up, and then when I need a cube or two or three to season like rice and beans yeah, or sometimes right I'll make pan. like a roast and put some in. It's just, it makes cooking easier, faster, more flavorful. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's good. Yeah, might have to try that. That does. It's really that sounds tasty. pretty good. Yeah, I can really send good. you home with some cubes. 
cubes cubes to go home with like a, like a like a testing i wonder how you should put them on your dash when you're was, driving home and just like open the baggie yeah, like yeah. let, the, the let that sofrito just mm-hmm. boy, oh fill, boy. The, fill the talk <laughs> fill the, the the truck with taco smell so arrive <laughs> home just starving yeah just jones your until beard you see will taco soak bell. in the Except smell for, remember taco bell is not authentic so you gotta be careful yeah you don't want uh you don't want lard in your beans you know what i'm saying oh my god anyway um so that's that's taco talk you know, taco talk. Yeah. So, uh, the tacos we had this morning, just a real quick about the easiest thing you'll ever have in your life. So we had some leftover New York strip steaks that I reverse seared. If you have a smoker, uh, or a gas grill, or even if you don't, um, even if you just have like a skillet reverse searing steaks is indescribably easy to do and it is an awesome way to cook a steak when you reverse sear basically what you're doing you know if you regular sear a steak you're cooking it on high heat on the outside getting that sear on it to kind of seal it up and then you turn the heat down and let it cook through the middle no matter what though if you do it that way you don't get a super even cook throughout the steak, especially if it's got any thickness to it. You know, you always end up like if you're a medium rare guy, are you a medium rare guy, Nate? Uh, you gotta be a medium. Rare. I agree. Gotta be. Yeah. I, I was, I was telling some of my family last week how there are fancy steak restaurants that will not cook a steak another way. Like there is no, like, and how would you like your steak done? You order a steak. Mm-hmm. They don't even ask you because they make it medium rare. Like that's it. That's all. That's how you get it. We're medium rare people too. Uh, so if you're doing like a medium rare, which is like one thirty ish degrees on internal temperature, um, when you do a regular sear, you usually have like pretty cooked on the outside and you have like that strip in the middle that's in that medium rare zone. When you reverse sear a steak, the whole thing gets a much more even cook. So you might not have like that little strip of pink like you're used to seeing, but the whole steak itself is in that 135-ish range. So all you do is put it on the smoker. On my uh, Traeger, I just put it on smoke mode. So it kind of varies from like 150 to like 210 back and forth just to make sure that the the grill is always filling up with a good amount of smoke. And then I let it get to about 110-ish. And then I turn on my gas grill. And here's where you could use like a skillet or something in the kitchen if you, if you wanted to. And then I just get that as hot as I can get it. So on my gas grill, that's usually 550, 600-ish. And then it's a minute per side. And I flip it twice. So I go a minute, flip it, a minute flip it um, so each side gets I, and I get cute with it like I usually turn the steaks like a 45 so that the grill marks are like cross you know grill it's marks very cute it's very fancy cross hatched grill yeah, marks yeah yeah so it looks even fancier wow. that was good yeah but uh that's a really easy tip for just cooking a steak if you can do that it's super simple and it, it's awesome it just it, it it um what do you call that with the fats when they start to sort of like <clears throat> My brain's not working right now. Render down? Yes, thank you. When you kind of render the fat, where it's not like hard fat line, it starts to kind of mushify into the into the meat. It's just it's so much better. It's an even a much more even cook. It's tasty. It's it's great. So we had some leftover New York strip steak uh, from a little shindig with our with our from boy Vinny's who just birthday. turned ten. Yeah, Vinny turned ten, and uh, this dude loves steak. Wah, wah. Oh. Shout out Vinny. <laughs> that, that one sounded like wait. I have a sound effect on here. <laughs> oh, that's not it. Where is it? It did, yeah. Yes, I'm looking at that. <laughs> Dang. Come on, we can do better for Vin. Uh, do it again. Vinny's birthday. I can't do it on the spot. Like, it has to just... Did you? <laughs> Golly, that, that, did little, sound, that, that did sound the same. Vinny. <laughs> 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 uh, but we had some, some strip steak left over, so I just literally cut it up into teeny little pieces. And then this is about as pathetically white boy as you're going to get. I put some queso 
in a bowl with it. Not a lot, just a little bit, just to kind of coat it, stirred it all up, microwaved it for a little bit, uh, pan fried some eggs to about medium, a little more than medium. So they're not super runny. Um, put them in a shell with some cilantro. That's literally it. Oh, and I seasoned the eggs with salt, pepper, and holy voodoo, which we talked about in another episode. Holy voodoo is a great seasoning for meat church. We got to stop. People <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like sorry. We get reviews on iTunes and they're like, it's okay. But that point, point thing they do is obnoxious. Awful. Yeah. Um, especially Nate's. That sounds like the sad trombone oh, sound. Oh, the first one was really good. The first one was good. You got to come back. You got to come back strong. I don't know if I can. He may, not, he may not get back off the mat. I believe in you. He got knocked out. He's just going to lay there. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, a little bit of holy voodoo, put it in a tortilla, easy peasy, Japanesey. I mean, it's just super tasty. It works great. That's a great thing about a taco. You can throw leftovers in them. You can, you can whatever. Real talk though. Um, if you are a taco fan, like we are, and that could be as simple as like the dudes we've already talked to, Ryan and Brian and whatever, who are like, yeah, it's like ground beef, cheese, tomato. Cool. I was thinking about that last night. Like I do love like a basic taco Yeah. with sour cream and some olives and all the things yeah yum okay sorry olives? and shredded lettuce oh like black olives black olives not yeah, yeah. i do like black olives on my yeah. tacos i don't i don't use i don't eat them very often but yeah. i do i do like, like black olives on my tacos. i really like yep. green olives on pizza huh because you like salty i do like salty that's not the same as black olives on taco but they're both olives so that's where my brain went hmm. okay so anyway sorry anyhow uh, but yeah if you're if you're a human like us who really enjoys tacos and if you have like a cool recipe or like a unique way that you do them, legitimately holler at us. Like for real, like get a hold of us. Tackleandtacos.com. There's a link there. Or you can just email us directly. It's just contact at tackleandtacos.com. We would love to hear your recipes. Send us some pictures. We'll share them on social. We'll talk about them on the show. Um, we'll give you a shout out. We'll do the annoying shout out noise when we give you a shout out. Because uh, I, I think it's cool to hear other people's ideas on how they do stuff because tacos again there's no real rules like you can go crazy right. with it you, you can can't put go anything wrong. in it you can make it different um and i'd love to hear your ideas on tacos so i think that's it we'll keep this episode semi-shortish um y'all got anything else you want to throw on about tacos before we go i don't think so nate taco that taco i was gonna that. say that yeah. oh my gosh I, really, I, I feel like if 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 like a year from now somebody pops up with a taco that restaurant i'm gonna be ticked well just copyright it is that what you it's said? already trademarked trademark that's already, the word yeah i already already, already, already trademarked. right so don't try don't, to take don't it. think about it right Just, i didn't really but don't um anyway so that's it tackleandtacos.com a uh, huge shout out to uh the working class guys again for kind of letting us be a part of their podcast network and for um, supporting us through this whole journey as we figure out what the heck we're doing with talking about fishing and talking about tacos and whatever else we got going on and like we say every episode appreciate you guys positivity is worth the effort and we'll catch you on the next one